show, buddy. Buddy. All right. Oh! Welcome back. Late, but back for Fitness Friday on a Sunday. What's happening? Welcome. As always, it's my lovely self, dude, a.k.a. Jake. That's my name. And join with me is my lovely co-host. The Duke of Earl, as usual. As usual. Sorry we're late. Yeah, shit happens, all right? It's a busy week. We both had a lot of stuff going on. We almost almost had a guest. So close. So close, yet so far away. But that's all right, because we're here. Earl, how was your week? It was good. Yeah? Yeah, I mean, it's only been two days since the last episode, I guess. No, it's been a while, because we're late. Well, the episode came out on Wednesday. Today was Sunday. Yeah. It's been like a whole fucking week. <laughs> I guess. But so how you been? How's school? How's uh, life? Uh, it's going fast. Yeah? Yeah. Had a pretty interesting class today. <laughs> Whoa. Sorry for the burps. What was the, uh, <clears throat> what was the class? So EMT class. We have... Today was vehicle extrication class. Okay. What the fuck is that? Um, well, whenever there's a vehicle accident, you have to remove the injured people from the vehicle. Okay. And, you know, get them to the hospital, <laughs> treat them. So it's like how to move them and stuff, because I know that's really important. Yeah, how to move them, but... Uh, it was, yeah, we moved a lot of people through a lot of vehicles, but the main focus was um, getting into the vehicles. Okay. Like so, Jaws of Life and stuff? Yeah, so we broke a lot of stuff. Nice. And uh, we learned how to access cars that are on their sides and on their roof. Oh, cool. And, uh, and obviously on... All four tires. One thing that was interesting was uh, cars are the most dangerous um, if they're on all four tires, just as usual. Why? Because that's how they're made. That's how they're supposed to go. They go forward and backwards, and they're on their tires. And whenever there's a crash, people are in a crash. They don't turn the car off, put it in park. Exactly. And like... So if you're walking up to the thing and this person is in the car, they have no idea what's going on. They never think to put it in park or anything. They just got tossed around and they like take their foot off the brake and all of a sudden the car starts flying forward. I don't know about flying forward. You take your foot off the brakes. It's not like you're like, dude, who knows? (laughs) Fucking gone. But still, no, it's still a moving thing that you don't want to be moving. And it's a yeah, big thing. There could be damage inside the vehicle. Yeah. Gas pedal. I mean, who knows? Hmm, that's true. Man, yeah, I wouldn't have thought that that's when people are like, oh, fuck, this car's not flipped over. Let's be careful, boys. Yeah. And you're, yeah, you're not, not supposed to approach from head on or from the back. In fact, uh, there are bumpers that will eject what 
Yeah, it's real weird. Like in a, like normal cars? Yeah. What? After an accident, apparently there's certain chemicals or gases reaction that like like it's not super common, but like it can happen. The bumpers will just shoot off the front of the car. Jesus. Yeah, and it, you can take you out. What? Yeah, what? dude, it's never, crazy. Never in a million years would I have ever thought of that being a possibility. Exactly. And see, oh. that was one of the funny things about class today. Was, uh, well, there was a bunch of funny things. But, <laughs> you know, for all this stuff, you know, we had to have volunteers, and it was all hands-on. Okay. But... Like you said, you never would have thought of that. And there's so much stuff like that. That, uh... <laughs> Dude, they would ask for volunteers. They're like, alright, we need, you know, a uh, leader and, like, you gotta figure out, like, what's going on. Yeah. And nobody would want to volunteer because the all the instructors are super nice and, um, you know, they want you to succeed. They want you to do it right. Yeah. Oh, well, obviously, they want you to be able to save people's lives. Yeah. And, and so, not get hurt yourself. Yeah, so they're, uh, you know, they're tough on you. But, uh, you know, afterward, they'll tell you a good job and stuff. Good. Like, it's all part of the game. Yeah. And so, whenever you volunteer, like, you, it's not like what you're going to do is wrong. Because, like, we've been in class for all this time. It's not like, Oh, yeah, we're going to go down to Dunkin' Donuts first. Yeah. Like, obviously, you're going to do something that's right. Yeah. You know, like, either hold the cervical spine or whatever. But whenever you volunteer, it's basically like you're volunteering for the slaughter. Oh, like, yeah. No matter what you do, it's like, yeah, well, you got you forgot about this. And like, yeah, you're oh, always going to miss something or exactly. make mistakes, but that's, you're supposed, they want you to fuck up. Exactly. Because that's how people learn. That's a learning experience, not just for you, but for the rest of the class. Like, all right, you see how he exactly. was perfect, but then he grabbed them on the left side, and it's like, hey, you don't want to be doing that because they were hit on that side. You know, whatever. I don't know. I'm just talking on my ass, but I see what you're saying. No, exactly. So I, I was, I volunteered a lot. Good for those positions. Because, like, dude, also, like, I wanted to actually learn it. Yeah. And otherwise, like, you're just standing there watching. Yeah, fuck that. You get so, part of shit. Yeah, exactly. And, like, I wasn't afraid to mess up. And, like, they, you know, they respected me and they liked me for that. Because, like, that's what helps them teach, too, is, like, so that they can bring stuff up and, like, point stuff out that isn't super obvious. Yeah. You know? Because, like, like you said, you never would have thought of that. Bumpers. Yeah, never. Like, dude, there's years. so much on a scene that you have to consider. And, um, but the funny thing is the lazy people, mm -hmm. see the lazy people, man, they got it figured out because what they did was we also would need a volunteer to be the victim. Oh yeah. That would be me. I'm your victim. Exactly. You need a guy to lay down. I'm your boy. <laughs> because that guy not only gets the points for being a volunteer, yep. but they don't have to do anything. And he still gets to be a part of it. Exactly. He still gets to learn things. He still exactly. gets to be close enough that he can actually see yeah. what's going on exactly. Yeah. yeah. But he never makes a mistake. <laughs> exactly. That's you just have to lay there. Yeah, you got to go for that. And it's a good strategy, but sometimes 
Well, most of the time you get that cervical collar on. So. Oh yeah, those things suck. And so you can't actually see what's going on. Like you just see this, and like there's everybody moving all and around. You're just staring you. at the ceiling. Oh yeah, dude. And yeah, we were in cars, like flipped over and stuff, and like, dude, it was. It's intense. So you were outside. Oh yeah. Like actually with actual cars that are like flipped oh, yeah. and shit. Oh, we were breaking windows. How did they like, flip the cars? Spring forklift out, and, like flip yeah, them. Yeah. Okay, cool. But, yeah, we learned how to. Um, Obviously, break windows. We learned about the different types of windows. Yep. Um, which was cool. And uh, the center punch, which yeah. breaks the windows. Yeah, those things are really nice, man. Yeah, and it was fun. It's insane how freaking easy and how much those windows explode. Like, yeah. when you break a car door window, a lot of people, they see it in movies or whatever. But no, that shit fucking explodes. Like, it's like, Poosh! Yeah, we, uh... Learned how to do it pretty controlled. It was kind of funny. On this one, it had tinted windows. Well, the laminated windows you can take out, like, as a whole. Okay. The uh, the other ones, like, shatter into cubes. Yeah, safety glass. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. Uh, tempered. They use that in uh, the shelves in your refrigerator. Oh, yeah? They're the exact same thing. You know how I know that? What is it? One time I broke a shelf in a refrigerator. Oh. I was like, holy shit, that's like a car window. <laughs> yeah. But I think they're switching to laminated. Because one of the main functions of laminated, like the front windshield, mm -hmm. like it'll, whenever it breaks, it like spiders. Yeah. And one of the main functions of that is people think it's that the glass doesn't fall on the people inside. Mm hmm Which, you know. Yeah, as a benefit. It's a valid point. But the main feature or like attempted function of that is to keep the passengers inside the car so that they don't get ejected ah uh, that makes sense yeah i mean people still do that though exactly you still hear stories exactly but kids like, or whatever flying yeah. through windshields and shit yeah but like it, it takes a lot for that oh I, I, dude i've been to uh junkyards i've tried to break windshields before those things are no joke they're tough they can take oh, yeah. a fucking cinder block like it's their job. <laughs> well, yeah, we learned how to take those off. Just, like, completely take them off, like yep. a windshield? Yep. Hmm. Now, is, is it hard? It... No. Really? I mean, you have to have the right tools. Which is, like, a suction thing? Oh, a saw? Yeah. And then, also, you can... I mean, you have to saw around the outside. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, it just comes right off. Hmm. You know, like, if the patient's inside and the car's on its side... Like two wheels on the ground. Yeah. Uh, you, yeah, that was another thing. We learned how to stabilize the vehicle um, using cribbing, which is just blocks of wood. Okay. Um, that you just stabilize the car. Like you just build it up like Jenga. Nice. And that's like the old school way. So I mean, it makes that. sense. It wedges it in. Yeah. So it's not this loose fucking thing that can slide around or flip back over or whatever. Yeah. But, uh... So is that, when it's on the side, that's when you go through the windshield? Well, it all depends where... Where, where the, the people are. are. Uh, but it, like, if... If the person on the inside is not injured and they're mobile... You're like, dude, just get out. <laughs> well, yeah, like, then you just open up the windshield and they can just walk right out. Uh, okay. Like, not walk, but just well, like, yeah, yeah. slide. Yeah. <laughs> He's just, like, walking, strolling out. Yeah, dude. I, 
That was probably the hardest job that I did today. Just taking out the windshield. No, no, no. Well, I guess I kind of led into that realm. <laughs> there was a car on its side that we stabilized, and uh, the patient was inside the car. I volunteered to be inside the car. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the patient was in the driver's side on the side. We broke the back window. I went in in the back window. Uh, the patient was unconscious. And uh, I came back out. They opened the roof. And then, um, yeah, the roof was cool. Like, they sawed through the roof. There's a few different layers. Then, like, the roof just came off. Yeah. And uh, then I had to get this, these straps around the guy, uh, which was super difficult. And we had all our gear on and stuff. Yeah, I saw you had the firefighter outfit. Is that yeah. what you were wearing? Yeah. Like, full firefighter gear? Yeah. That's pretty cool, though. You got yeah. to wear that. Is it heavy? It looks heavy. It's not too bad. No? It's like thick, right? Is it yeah. hot? Well, it's cold outside today, so I guess. It's cold and it was raining. Yeah, it was so, a shitty day. Yeah, I loved it, though. <laughs> I, was, I, I was bummed it was over, but... Uh, so when it, but with those those hats, though, it's hard to be inside cars. No, that's helmets, fair. Because they're so big. Yeah. And the back gets caught on everything. So I was, so I was in there in the back of this car. The outside of me is so... The inside of me is soaked because I'm like trying to lift up this guy and like put uh, the wrap around underneath his arm and he's like down like like on his side on his side and so I'm like trying to lift him up somebody else is holding his thing and I'm like putting the strap like we just had this strap that you pull him out with <clears throat> like around his torso yeah underneath his arms and uh so i was just dripping sweat on the inside <laughs> my goggles were just completely fogged over oh yeah you like, can't see shit i couldn't see anything trying to reach underneath this guy in his armpit dude you would think in 2018 we would have figured out how to make goggles that don't fog the fuck up <laughs> yeah when you're hot <laughs> yeah, i mean there are ways like there's like the toothpaste trick and you can spit in them yeah, but that doesn't actually really work that well. Like, it does. Dude, for swimming, I always proof. spit in my goggles, and it works. Yeah, you have to, but it that's works. swimming. It's completely different than, like, you outside sweating your ass off doing something wearing goggles. I mean, yeah, and they, I mean, like, they weren't real tight. Like, they weren't real airtight. Does either. that make it worse? Well, yeah, because, like, air and moisture can get up in there. Hmm. Interesting. But, um, because they were fogging from the inside. Yeah. So anyways, yeah, I couldn't see anything. (laughs) I had these big gloves on so that I didn't get cut or anything. And all this gear on. This other guy has all his gear on. So I'm trying to, like, get it, like, underneath his armpit. He's like, can't move. Fucking. Yeah. And all the instructors are just, like, ripping on me the whole time. <laughs> like, we gotta get him out of here. Like, I'm trying my best. Yeah, and, but... And, Dude, and a lot of that like safety gear, it seems like it's more dangerous because it restricts you so fucking much. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, like, the fire gear isn't the best thing to do 
that way. Yeah. It's just Did a, you have to wear it as like a uh, contractual safety bullshit? Like for the school? Pretty much, yeah. Okay. And I mean, like, dude... Because, like, EMTs, when they're out and about and they come across a car flip, they're not, okay, hold on, let me get my fire suit on. Oh, no, I mean, paramedics do have that. Really? Have those, yeah. Hmm, I did not know that. Yeah. Does it look the same as, like, a fire suit? Like, you got your thick overall, or your, uh... Yep. What do you call those? Yeah, overalls, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, some of them have straps, overalls. Yeah. Some of them are just pants. Huh. But it's, uh... Turnout uh, gear. And I know that, like, firemen are also, obviously, first responders, but, like, they do a lot of, uh, like, EMT shit. Yeah. I mean, a they, lot of firefighters are also EMT certified. Yep. And they do a lot of that shit. Yep. Yeah, I mean, they're, a lot of, they're the first ones there. They get the patient, they treat whatever is absolutely necessary. And they extract the patient. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people think firefighters just fight fires, but they're fire and rescue. That's what yeah. they do, fire and rescue. They, I mean... They the, go to more calls that aren't fires. The one guy I know is a firefighter. He's, uh, he's like, deep dive certified and, like, all the shit. Like, he's pulled people out of the rivers when they get crazy and people get swept up. Like, yeah, that's what he does. It's fucking awesome stuff. Oh, yeah. But, I'm thinking about going for that. I'm going to start volunteering, I think. Yeah? Uh, that's pretty cool. Dude, did you know that in the state of Pennsylvania, in the 1970s, there were 350 to 400,000 firefighters? It's a lot. Guess how many there are now? I'm going to say in the millions, like a million firefighters in the state of Pennsylvania. 7,000. That, no, that's not. That can't be true. Yeah, it is. Dude. Seven In the whole state, 7,000. Yeah, that's what they said. Is that counting volunteers? That's, There's no that's way. That's a good question. There's no fucking way that's counting volunteers, dude. Yeah, it sounded low. Because I know, like, in rural places, like out in the middle of fucking nowhere and shit, yeah. those towns, 90% of men in those towns are volunteer firemen. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's what they do. There's not much going on, so that's what they do. Yeah, that's interesting. So that can't be counting volunteers. That has but to be like counting back, just, like, full-fledged, full-paid. Back then, it couldn't have been that, though, either, you know? Plus, back then, you also probably needed more men to do the same job. Because we didn't have the high-pressure hoses, we didn't have all the water hookups, we didn't have the foams and stuff we do now. When did you say this was? 70s. In the 1970s? Yeah. Oh, fuck, okay. That's not as long ago as I was thinking. And I mean, like, dude, it may not be that low, but, like, dude, all all of them are short on guys. Like, That's unreal. It's like, it's not a joke that, like, people aren't, not as many dudes are doing it. Like, that's for real. Well, it doesn't fucking pay. I mean, it, it does, but it pays shit. There's, it pays. there's two guys in my EMT class that are going to be firefighters. Yeah? Yeah. Hmm. Indeed, like I just want to get the training and stuff. For, yeah. I think well, Mount Lebanon actually does. Uh, I think it's like in the spring. They do firefighter training for civilians. Oh yeah. You can just go and do the training, and you get to like literally do all the stuff. You can cut open cars, climb up the ladders, spray the yeah. hoses. They teach you how to do all that shit. That'd be cool. It's really cool. I was gonna do it the one year. 
But the people I was going with ended up pussying out, and then I didn't want to go by myself, so I just didn't. But I regret not doing it. Yeah, I'll do it with you. Let's do it, because I think they do it every year. I'll find out about it. I think I actually know a couple firefighters in Mount Lebanon still, so I'll get in contact with them. Even if you just want to fucking volunteer, I can give them a shout, see if they have any pull. Um, I'm probably going to volunteer at Dormont, actually. Oh, Dermont. Yeah. All right. My cousin is there. Oh, even better. And you already are in. <laughs> yeah, and whenever I went to get the stuff, they're already trying to get me on. Dude, I think that's a great thing for someone to do. Yeah. And like like I said, the training just in general would be a great thing to know. Yeah, dude, and they, they'll work you out, too. You'll get a good workout doing that yeah. shit. Yeah. Running up and down flights of stairs with hoses and shit, like. Yeah. Nice, um, what's it called? Functional training. Functional training. That's what it's all about, man. <clears throat> but, uh, it was so funny, man. One of the firefighters that was one of our instructors today, he, um, he was an old guy, mm-hmm. not the British guy. Okay. We'll get to him in a second. Good. But, uh, he was hilarious, man. This short, short, like stocky guy. And did he had his fire helmet was like black as night, like burned really? to a crisp. Holy shit. Yeah. Man, but, like, if that were to ever happen, like, if I was a firefighter and my shit got fucked up in a fire, I would never get new stuff because that's, like, your badge of honor. Dude, you could tell that he had that thing for years. Yeah, like and that helmet's decades. been through some shit. Yeah. Hmm, that's awesome. It was pretty cool. Man. What a guy. You could tell he was pretty proud of it. Uh, of course. Wouldn't you be? Like, this thing's made it through 47 fires and it's gotten me out of every goddamn one of them. Yeah. I mean, you could tell, man, for sure. That's awesome. That's awesome, man. And then, uh, so there was this other guy, this British guy. Yes. Um, Gotta love a good Brit. Dude, he was hilarious. He was making people, he he, he taught, he teaches uh, the night class. Okay. That we shared the extrication class with. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he was making these guys, like, run around the... There's, like, this big fire building, like, with the tower and stuff. Yeah. And uh, he was making them, like, run around the tower and stuff. <laughs> In the gear? Oh, yeah. Nice. nice. Like, we would just be learning something. He'd be like, that's two laps around the tower. <laughs> <laughs> but he was so funny, dude. Like, we would break the window and... It was just, like, this is just what, what you do, but it was just so funny at the time. Like, we were learning how to break the window. We break this tinted window, like, it all stays together. Mm-hmm. It's not laminated. But, but the tin, the tint's basically a laminate. Exactly. So, like, you break it, saw it across the bottom. And then, uh, you can just take it out. Uh-huh. And I'm just like... Yo, what do I do with this? And he was like, he just like stares at me for a second. He's like, I just throw it in the back. <laughs> He's like, all right, just open up the back door and throw the window in there. <laughs> dude, you wouldn't believe what was in all these cars. Oh, I'm sure, dude. Oh, I'm sure. Dude, it was bad. Well, they're fucking junkyard cars, right? I have no idea. But sure. Like, 
dude, that there was like beer bottles, <laughs> like pills. Jesus. Yeah, dude. Really? Yeah, dude. Oh my god. Joking. You think they'd have like someone look that over, I mean, like a cop or something, <laughs> you know? But I guess like seriously, like if you junk a car. They just come pick it up and bring it to the junkyard and give you money, and then it sits in the fucking junkyard. Yeah. So, yeah, if you have pills in the back of your car, they're staying in there. You got fucking old needles and shit, they're in there. Like, yeah. ain't going anywhere. Yeah, man, and these guys, they don't give a fuck. They're just teaching EMT class. Yeah, right? <laughs> man, good thing they got rid of that one guy in your class. <laughs> yeah. Well, we won't talk about that. But, uh,. Man, that's awesome. What a good day for you, then. Oh, it was unbelievable, man. And we learned, uh... I mean, dude, just so much stuff that you never could say. Oh, know? I'm sure. I'm sure, man. Because I... Anytime I'm, like, learning a new subject, there's always things where I'm like, I would have never in a million years thought of that. Yeah. But it's cool. Oh, yeah. So, anyway, the British guy. <laughs> yeah. So everybody's got their fire helmets. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Dude, this British guy, he's got one of those European-style fire helmets. Oh, of course he does. Dude, it looks like a race car driver slash pilot helmet. <laughs> and it was just like straight, like shiny silver. Oh, man. And it like had like this face mask that came down. Like, dude, it looked like it was right out of some like sci-fi. Sci-fi. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I don't blame him. I'd want that, too. Yeah. And uh, it was it was just hilarious. Okay, Everybody man. was making fun of him. But he was just <laughs> like, like, hey, hey speed racer, what do I... <laughs> what are we doing next? That's fucking funny. Yeah, that was another funny thing is, like, all of the instructors, they just, they just made fun of each other the entire time. Good. Uh, see, and I find it a lot easier to learn from someone who I can relate to. Oh, yeah. So if it's someone who's, like, joking around and, you know, obviously being serious and teaching you stuff. Oh, yeah. But, like, still making it fun, basically. Right. Like, I can learn a lot more from that person than if someone was just, like, dry reading out of a textbook kind of thing. Yeah. I don't respond well to that kind of shit. Yeah, I mean, I... I don't think most people do. Probably not. That's why I don't have many friends, but... <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying? You're dry? I'm... Probably. Nah. nah. It's good enough for me, but... Uh... Maybe you are. Maybe that's why I like you so much. Maybe. I love, like, dry comedy and stuff. I was just watching a show called Sick Note. I don't know if you saw it on Netflix. No. It's like a new show. It just came out. Nick Frost. I love Nick Frost. It's a British show. Um, but it's about this guy who fakes cancer. Like his doctor accidentally misdiagnoses him with cancer, and then he tells him, like, oh, you don't have cancer. And he's like, well, this is actually kind of working out because everyone's being stupid nice to me. So let's just keep this rolling. Dude, it's a hilarious show. But I was telling someone else about it, and I was like, man, I was cracking up so hard watching this show. And they're like, yeah, I watched that. I didn't think it was that good. And I was like, <laughs> it's hilarious. I was like, what the fuck? Dude, because when you watch it, it's just the little things. Especially Nick Frost's character. 
he's a great actor, but man, just some of the things he says, some of the things he does, some of like the repeated jokes are just so repetitive. Like every time he answers his phone, he says his phone number. Oh one six eight nine two seven eight four. Uh this is Doctor Blah blah blah. How can I help you? And like everyone cuts him off. Oh six four two Okay, yeah, 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 it's me. Like, dude, it's, it's little shit like that that I just find fucking hilarious. But everyone yeah. else is like, Yeah, okay. I guess kinda of funny. Dude, the little stuff is the best. Oh man. You have a you have a great voicemail, by the way. My voicemail. Oh yeah. The fuck's my voicemail? It's great. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Is it Leave a message. Do, 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 no, do, no. Do. Thank God that's over. <laughs> you went from having the worst voicemail ever to having one of the For best. those of you who don't know, my sister, who uh, we're going to try to get on the podcast for next week, because she's cool. She does a lot of cool shit. And she just had some really cool experiences I want her to share. But anyway, back when I was oh, 14, maybe 15. Going way back. Seriously. She, uh, Figured out my password for my voicemail, which I was 15, so of course it's 6969. Not anymore. But that's what it was. I mean, of course, I was a 14 year old boy. But anyway, so she changed my voicemail, her and her one friend, to uh, leave a message. It's from The Simpsons. But uh, anyway, and it was like that until I was like 23, <laughs> 22, something like that. It was a long time, and then I uh, and then I changed it to fuck with people to the hello, hello, hey, is anyone there? Like yeah. that that kind of thing. That was a good one. But what is it now, dude? It's it's like the uh, robot voice. The oh, an, the anime. Oh, but I'm doing it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hello, you have yeah. reached. <laughs> yeah. I've had people leave voicemails like I think that was you. But I'm not sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. That is a good one. We I should, forgot I should, did that. You should play it on the podcast. I don't know how the shit. Maybe I'll I'll figure out how to do that. I don't know how I would. But oh wait, call me on your phone right now and put it on speaker because my phone's on airplane mode. So it'll just go straight to voicemail. Right. I honestly forgot that I changed it. I changed it because I wanted it to be more professional. Because <laughs> uh, being like a manager and stuff, I had people. Hello, you have reached the voice mailbox for Jacob Fuel. Please leave a message after the tone. Thank you. And see, that's pretty good. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, so that's my professional voicemail. <laughs> it's still me fucking <laughs> around, but. Because I had people who were, like, getting jobs, and I was their reference. So I didn't want them to, like, yeah. lose the job because I'm some schmuck. Do, 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 do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that went on. That was, like, a minute and a half voicemail. Yeah, so bad. if you wanted to leave me a voicemail, that's why I left it so long. Because if you wanted to leave me a voicemail, you had to really fucking want to leave me a voicemail to do it. So many people would just hang up. Because it's annoying as fuck. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Oh man! But I found out with the with the voicemail that's like the pretend answer. You know, like hello. Oh yeah. Hey, who's this kind of thing? Like that one, when a telemarketer calls you, or like you know one of those bullshit people, and you say hello, 
it like clicks their machine on, so oh, they yeah. think you actually answer, and then the machine just starts going. So I would get like voicemails that would be halfway through a machine's recording. <laughs> It was hilarious. And I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you know, I missed the important shit. Not that I cared. Dude, you know what I missed? Dude? And I never even got to experience it. It was like actual people calling me. What do you mean? Like, dude. You don't all get All these that. telemarketer things are, for me, they're always just Really? Oh, I get a lot of people, but they're always Indian. Oh, really? Always. Huh. I don't get any people. Really? Because I would want to fuck with them. Oh, I fuck with them. Oh, you? What do you do? <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. Oh, just random shit. Like, I mean, it depends on how much time I have, really. Yeah. It depends on what I'm doing at the moment. Sometimes if I'm busy, I'll just straight ignore it. I usually answer it and tell them, you know, something, either wrong number or whatever. Oh, but, dude, there have been times where, like, I've answered them like, hello? And they're like, yes, hello? And I go, yes, also hello? <laughs> and, like, I'll just mock their accent, like, back to them. Because they can't hang up. They're not allowed. Oh, so, yeah. you can keep them on the phone. Dude, I the one day, I was driving. This is Sarah Wolf me, but I don't care. I was driving, and I was going up to my cottage. So, it's like a long drive, all right? And I got one of those calls, oh. and I answered it. And this person's talking, and it was, fuck, what was it? It was about my student loans. I've never gone to college, so I've never had a student loan in my life. But apparently, I could have saved money on them. But anyway, so I just started talking to this guy. I was like, you know what? Did you ever hear the story of? And she's just like, I just made up stories for like a good hour. I had this guy on the phone just tying him up. I was like, dude, fuck you, stop calling me. And it was okay to you know what? It was a fucking sham. It was a sham and a half. They wanted me to send them money so that they would take. Oh, if you send us two hundred fifty dollars, we'll take five thousand off your student loans. Yeah. I was like, whoa, but my student loans are non-existent. You're taking five thousand dollars off of nothing. How's that work? So, I didn't feel too bad. Yeah, no. But, like, if it's a clear telemarketer, like, they're just trying to be like, oh, hello, have you heard about this? I'm like, no, take me off your list. Thank you. Bye. See, like, I wish I got that. I don't know why you don't. It's because, you know why you don't? Because you're not on any social media, your number is not anywhere. Yeah, see. Like my that. phone number's everywhere. <sighs> Dude, you know what's funny, too? Every time I put my phone number in anywhere, mm-hmm. it's like, I'm so hesitant. Yeah, I don't care. Most of the time I give a fake number. Not really? Yeah. Unless if it's someone that, like, is, like, actually important. When you give a fake number, do you, do you give a 100% fake number? Or do you give your number but change a digit? Or do you give, like, an old number? Because I usually give my grandma's house phone, but my grandma's been dead for, like, 20 years. So... Good luck calling that. <laughs> yeah, I usually do the old, the old number. Yeah? yeah? It's a good one. It's a good one. I, also, I always remember it. And I, I would never like hesitate on it. I also will change numbers in my number. Like, I'll be like, yeah, my number's 412-770-4628. And they're like, oh, okay. Yeah. But it's like, <laughs> I just changed the last three digits on you. You don't know shit. Yeah, man. Like, some of these places, it's ridiculous. Like, to sign up, they need your phone. Yeah, and when it's like that, you know that they're just going to sell that number exactly. to telemarketers. It's like, dude, I don't need some store knowing my phone. Like, I come in here, I buy whatever I need. I give you the money, I leave. You don't need my phone. 
Oh, it's just for our <laughs> files. We're not going to use it. You're going to fucking use it. And like when they want you to have their card. Dude, it's like use it or not. Like, you don't need to have a file. With my phone <laughs> you don't need to have me on file. Like I fucking, yeah. I should be customer number sixty-eight, not fucking at the most. Jake Buell, who lives at XX. You know, like I should be some guy that comes in like once a year. Yeah, dude. Some of them are a little Pays intense. Cash. And then the emails, dude. I get so many junk emails. Like I have an email address that is for junk emails. Oh yeah. Brain underscore D34D at rocketmail.com. Go ahead and email me. I'll never see it. I don't ever look at it. I don't even know the password. That's my junk email. Yeah. Any piece of shit. Yep. Just put that in there. That's right. But if you guys want to send me a real email, change rocketmail to hotmail. That one I'm on. <laughs> Actually, just send it to fucking dude in the duke at yahoo.com. Get some questions. Boom. Yeah. Get some questions. Leave a comment in this. Do that shit. But anyway. Earl. Uh, nope. I lost it. I had something to say, but I lost it. Uh, dude, I got nothing to talk about. I haven't done shit all week except for wander around the mountains looking for a buck that wasn't there. <laughs> a lot of dough. I was hunting all week. Yeah. A lot of dough. No buck. It was beautiful out there, dude. I can't complain. Fucking Monday was a little shitty because it was raining. But Tuesday, Wednesday, the rest of the week was beautiful. Snow on the ground. Perfect temperature. Not freezing cold, but not super hot. I loved it, man. Yeah. I loved it. But uh, definitely took a toll because we fell behind on all our shit. Because of it. But you gotta get out there and do shit, you know? Can't be held back because of whatever. So, I apologize for the podcast being late, but at the same time, I don't. Because I had fun. Exactly. It's all that matters. Uh, my Instagram has been pretty left unattended, to be honest. I posted a couple pictures, because I did take a lot of good pictures while I was out in the woods. I'm sure. It's, it's fucking beautiful. And I told you, I want to bring you out there. Yeah. We should do that soon. I mean, that's... Next week is the last week of hunting season, but we don't have to fucking hunt. We can just go out there to hike. Because yeah. it's good hiking, man. It's like 45 minutes away, but it's not too bad. Dude. I'm there. And it's it's out there, man. So you're like, you're out there. Yeah. Let's do it. It's a big area. It's definitely somewhere where, like, you could get lost in the woods for weeks. Good. But I, yeah, dude, I love it. Love it. Oh, it's so good. There's a big creek that runs through there. Yeah. Jacob's Creek. That's Dude. like meant to be. That's my place, man. Yeah. It's all logging area. So there's like logging roads that are all like overgrown and shit. Mm-hmm. But Dude, it's a good, it's really good for hiking because it's rough territory. Like it's not an easy stroll through the woods. Like, yeah, but that makes it fun. At least Absolutely. in my book. I love that kind of shit. The rougher the better. Yeah, like, there's, like, a couple areas, like, there's some flatter spots, but it's all, like, the foothills, right at the alley. Nope, Appalachian Mountains. That was at the Allegheny Mountains, you know. <laughs> Fucking hell. But yeah. That's good, man. Oh, yeah, we definitely gotta get out there. But, uh, yeah, f- next Friday's episode, I, we have to get my sister on. Mm-hmm. I'll talk to her, I'll, whatever, I'll get her on, don't worry. She'll be on. And we'll talk to her about... 
fucking uh, Eastern medicine. Holistic medicines. Because that's what she is all about. She does everything from fucking sound healing to... What was that shit called? Uh, this was something with a K. I don't know. She just took a bunch of fucking tree frog poison from some shaman. <laughs> so we can never talk about that. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, I mean, dude, like... That kind of stuff is super cool, I think. Dude, I want to do a sweat lodge. Like sweat smoke lodge. peyote with the Indians. Okay. Like a spirit journey. Okay. I want to do it. Yeah. She says she's got a freaking Indian shaman lined up. Oh, yeah? That does that kind of shit. So what's what's the uh, pierogi? <laughs> peyote? You've never heard of peyote? No. It's like, um... I don't know how to describe it. It's it's like natural acid. Natty ass. Natty ass. But uh, no, but it's 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 a hallucinogenic uh, drug that you smoke. Where does like, it come it's from? Peace pipe, dude. You smoke on peace pipe. Yeah, yeah. Fuck peyote. Peyote. Yeah. <laughs> That's the shit that they go in the tent. You know, they all smoke and they like see visions and stuff and like, oh, the ancestors have spoke to me. Yeah, that's that shit. So, like, where does that come from? What do you mean? Peyote. Like, they grow it. They grow it? Yeah, it's okay. a plant. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It is cool. Yeah, I heard it's, uh, it's like, not as intense as acid, but it is at the same time. Like, because I don't think you've ever done LSD. No. But it's a very long experience. Like, you're talking 12 hours of you're out of your mind. Whereas this is more of a harsh, like, hardcore short thing. Mm-hmm. So you have, like, this crazy trip, and then you come back, and you're like, holy crap. I don't know. I don't know, dude, but we'll get her on, and we'll talk about that shit. But yeah, dude, she does it all. She's a massage therapist. She owns her own place. Soul to soul healing. Soul like the soul inside of you to soul like the bottom of your feet. She thought it was a cool name. I like that name. Yeah, it's cool. But, uh, yep, her and her partner, her partner does a lot more of, uh, how do I say this nicely? Uh, bullshit. Um, <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> it's not bullshit. I just, I'm such a skeptic about literally everything. It's not just this, it's everything. Uh, I need, like, a lot of convincing. Even, like, when I do something and it benefits me or whatever, even if it's the opposite, like, I don't believe that that's how it always works. I have to try it two or three more times. Be like, oh, no, that's just how that is. Um, But her partner, she does, like, chakra alignments and, like, that kind of stuff. And that kind of stuff, I'm like, eh, I don't know. And even the sound healing, I'm like, there's no scientific proof that says that this actually does fucking anything. But you have all these people that are like, oh, no literally changes your life. Like, it is a game changer. But, you know, placebos change people's lives all the time, so who the fuck knows? It's not up to me to say. But we'll get her on. She's got a lot of cool stuff. Yeah. um, That is the one thing. I think we talked about that, the placebo. Maybe. Whether it works or not. Uh, Dude, placebo works. But also, like... uh, Mind over matter is a huge thing. I actually just read a study that they did... uh, this was a Harvard study. 
And basically, the gist of it is what they did is they took like 20 people. It was a lot more, but we'll say 20. 10 people, placebo. The other 10 was, uh, it wasn't a placebo. They didn't take anything, but they did something. So the, the one group was encouraged to work out uh, three or four times a week. And they had certain workout routines that they would do. The other group was a placebo pill that they said, you take this pill, you will gain muscle mass. You will burn fat. You will gain muscle mass from doing nothing. All you have to do is think about working out. If you think about it, your body will just act like it's doing it. And from that placebo study group, there was more of a difference in weight loss and in muscle gain than the people who were actually fucking working out. Oh, yeah. These people who were sitting on the couch just imagining themselves working out got a better workout than the fucking people who were working out. That's crazy. Yeah, dude, it's insane. Yeah, it's, and, and yeah. Mind over matter is fucking unreal, the power that holds. Your yeah. fucking brain literally controls your life. Not just excuse me, not just how you feel, how you perceive things, how you see things, how everything, you? man. Wow, oh, it's amazing. Dude, the mind over matter thing, it's all about, and this sounds hacky, but it's all about, like, being in the moment. Like, there's a big thing where people talk about, like, most days you don't feel like doing something or you don't feel like working out or whatever. Yeah. But, like, you should do it anyway. Yeah. And the reason for that is what we just talked about, which is like your mind, like you just said, your mind like made you, I don't know, have better results just by thinking about it. Yeah. Like if you go to the gym and like you're not really thinking about it. You're yeah, if you're just spaced emotions, out going through emotions, yep, you don't get shit. You don't get shit, but Still doing that is better than sitting on the couch and not doing shit. Yeah, and not thinking about doing shit. <laughs> exactly. Because you won't. Yeah. Because you're not even thinking about it when you're doing it. Yeah, but exactly. like It's still good that you did it. Because otherwise you'd be doing double nothing. And I've noticed that myself <laughs> when like, I mean, nine out of ten days, I don't feel like going to the gym. You yeah. know, when I do push myself, I try to get into the gym mindset. And, like, focus on what I'm doing and actually pay attention. And, obviously, yeah, it works. But there are definite days where I'll go in or I'll go for a run or something. And I'm just zoned out, not paying attention to what I'm doing, going through motions. Yeah. And I never, ever, ever once have felt or left the gym feeling more energized or feeling like I had a good workout. I could be there for three hours, but if I'm zoned out, like, listening to a fucking podcast or whatever... Boom, nothing happens. And it's more, uh, you know, it's still good that you did it, though. Yeah, it is. And uh, honestly, a lot of times, I mean, I'll still feel better mentally oh, because yeah. I pushed myself to do something. And, dude, those... If you feel that accomplishment. Yeah, and those days, those days are all for the 10th day. Yeah. Because the 10th day, like, feels amazing. And, like, you're super pumped about it. Like you said, 9 out of 10. Yeah. You don't feel like it anyways, but you do it. But that 10th day when I feel like it? Yeah. It's amazing. Exactly. But if you don't, 
if you don't, on those other nine days, if you don't feel like it and you don't go to the gym, mm-hmm. then you don't even have a tenth day. That's true. Because, like, you probably won't even feel like it on the tenth day. You know? I haven't gone to the gym in ten days. Exactly. So, it's very true. But, mostly because I was hunting all week, so, like... And that's a workout. Dude, I was exhausted walking yeah, through the woods all like, day. we're not exactly talking about you, but I'm just saying yeah, no, in general. I, yeah, no, it's very true, though. Very true. All those days are for the tenth day. That's what makes it feel so good. Yeah. Yeah, because then when you have that tenth day, you're a fucking king. Yeah. You feel that you leave there, you're God. Yeah. Like, even if you're sore and broken down, you still feel amazing. And I gotta go to the gym. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, definitely. That's awesome. But yeah, mind over matter, man. It's insane. It's insane how fast you can heal yourself. How fast you can change your mind on things. Just from really focusing on it. And honestly, one of the biggest things that I've changed in my life that has been an amazing change for the better is, uh... Man, I'm trying to think of what book. I read a book. <laughs> oh, obviously, but... A book. Fuck, it was a self-help book. Man, what was it called? Oh, uh, this is going to kill me. This is really going to kill me. But, uh... It'll come to you. Just uh, about it. Anyway, so it was talking about um, self-talk. That has changed my fucking life. Self-talk. How you talk about yourself, the things going on around you, your day, whatever it may be. If you're sitting there like, fuck, I don't want to go to work. Work's going to suck. It's going to be this. I'm going to have to do this, blah, blah, blah. You're dreading it. You're building it up to be this fucking big gray cloud of bullshit that you don't want to deal with. But if you're like, eh, I got to go to work. It's not going to be that bad. I'm going to get out. I'm going to do this other stuff. You know, just get through it. You know, you start setting up a plan. Like, all right, whatever. Dude, it flies by. Like today was a shitty slow day at work. It was like the day to make your mind melt. Like just be numb because you're so bored. Mm-hmm. But dude, I went into it like, I'm going to bang out today at work. I'm going to fucking go over to Earl's. We're going to podcast. I'm going to go home. Fucking play some Red Dead Online. Hopefully <laughs> if I get home with time to get some sleep. But dude, that's exactly what happened. I fucking blew through the day. Literally, time flew by because I just kept myself busy, just not even focusing on how quote unquote shitty it was. Mm-hmm. But dude, and I mean, like you know, you know, these people don't. But for the listeners, like I've struggled with depression and bullshit my whole fucking life. This has changed the game. Yeah. Changed the game. Yeah, man. Dude, when I like wake up, I'm like, fuck yeah, it's another day. Let's get some shit going, you know? I'm like, I'm the fucking shit. I'm going to fucking bang shit out. I know I'm a piece of shit deep down, but no. It's like convincing yourself that you're not makes you not. It's crazy. It's fucking crazy. I feel like I've cured my sleep disorder by convincing myself I don't have one, which is unreal. That's yeah, a man. great feeling. Because I get to bed now. I get to go to sleep Dude, every it's, night. That's because you don't have a sleep disorder. Oh, I, you, you do it to yourself. I mean, technically, I am diagnosed with multiple sleep disorders along with other shit. But you just don't. I mean, you just, you <laughs> just said you just that you don't. were overcoming it, though. Yeah, exactly, man. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm trying to do with my lactose intolerance. <laughs> I'm trying to just <laughs> overcome it by drinking 
at least 16 ounces of milk every day and fucking like yogurt out the ass and cheese and stuff. How's it going? That's all right. Every once in a while I still get bloaty and stuff, but for the most part, dude, it doesn't really bother me that much anymore. That's good. Yeah, fuck it. I'm not going to be lactose intolerant. I love milk. I love cheese. I love yogurt. I love dairy. Yeah. I love ice cream. I'm never going to be lactose intolerant. I will not accept it. I have a stomach ulcer. I don't do anything about it. That's probably a bad idea. Probably. Because that has been fucking with me, dude. Yeah, you should probably... Yeah, but I don't want to. Yeah, but you could die from that. No. Yeah. No, you can't die from a stomach ulcer. You, you should go to the doctor about that. How is it going to kill me? It's just the lining of my stomach rotting away. <laughs> How is that going to kill me? Dude, that's a problem. Yeah, it's a problem. It's not like life or death. Dude, people die from ulcers, dude. No. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I guess you would know more than me. So you're saying I should go to a doctor? <laughs> dude, I'm pretty sure people can die from that. No, I don't think so. Well, I don't think so. Well, we'll ask my sister, because she also has stomach ulcers. So we'll see, uh... But she's actually gone to doctors about it, because hers are fucking bad. Mine's like a new thing. She's had it her whole life. So. I'm not concerned about it, Earl. Self-talk. <laughs> I mean, I'm dude, fine. You can probably cure yourself. But you probably have to eat healthy. And... Yeah, that's a lot of it, dude. <laughs> I do really have to watch what I eat. And uh, my main problem with it is um, it's not when I'm eating, it's when I'm not eating. If I eat a bunch of junk, an hour later, I'm one, I'm hungry again. But in the worst, nauseous, real acidy kind of way. Like, there are times where my stomach burns. You know what I do? Glass of milk. <laughs> I mean, in my head, it makes sense. Milk's a base. My stomach feels acidic, so I put the base on the acid, neutralize. That's science. Plain and simple. Did it work? Yeah. All right, well, there you go. It honestly does. Until sometimes where <laughs> the lactose intolerance kicks in, and then I feel bloaty and burny. But, I don't know. Sounds like a good theory. Yeah. And hey, if it works for you, then. Yeah, we'll see. It hasn't been working so far, but we'll keep trying. Dude, I'm going to look up the ulcer thing. Yeah, and I guarantee that this Coca-Cola that I'm <laughs> drinking is terrible for that. Yeah, just the sugar, the carbonation. The syrup's good, though. Like, hey, weren't we talking about how much sugar is in one of those? Oh, it's disgusting. Yeah. It's like a quarter of that is all just sugar. <laughs> no, it's not that bad, dude. Dude, it is. It's bad. 40 grams of sugar. Yeah. But it's, it's like a quarter of that can. 12 fluid ounces. Yeah. How much does 12 fluid ounces weigh? Like on a scale. Almost a pound. Was well, fluid ounces the same uh, as regular ounces? I have no idea. Because if it's the same, then that's like three quarters of a pound. I mean, it feels like that. Almost. There's no way there's that much. This weighs more than that. I think fluid... Nah, fluid ounces are different. Because it's just a unit of measurement. No idea. It's not a unit of weight. Or, I'm sorry, a unit of volume. Not a unit of weight. They're both measuring. Dumb, dumb. Yeah. Dude, we definitely have 
have to get her on here. I'm gonna call her after this and bitch at her and be like, "You're doing this shit. I don't care." Because we can just we'll just go to her house, fucking show up, be like, "Bitch, you ready? You're about to be podcasted." <laughs> yeah, dude. Look, yeah, I knew that, dude. She just Google her stomach ulcers. Deadly, and they're like, they'll fucking kill you. Stomach ulcers are no joke, and they can kill you. If not diagnosed and treated. Yeah, I got, I'm not, <laughs> not going to lie, Earl. I'm still not that worried. <laughs> I mean, fair enough, but I'm a little worried. Nah, I'll be alright. It's still in the early stages. I'm fucking <laughs> fine, dude. Just mean? let me deal with it on my dude, own. You didn't even know that there was the death stage. I did. So I really did. What? What the early stage is. Because I know that it's never happened to me before, but the past six months it's definitely been happening. Dude, that's long enough. That's nothing. Six months ain't shit. So, like, what does it feel like? Uh. <sighs> Did you ever get, like, nauseous? And, like, you just feel, like, the acid in your stomach just, like, churning and, like. Sometimes, I guess. It's that. It's like a burning, nauseous feeling. I get it whenever I don't eat. <laughs> Literally, if I go too long without eating, I, like, get stupid nauseous and dizzy. And oh, yeah, you have that stomach condition. burns. Yeah. yeah, you always make fun of me because I'm like, I have a condition, I have to fucking eat. And you're like, yeah, everyone has to eat, it's not a condition. It's like, no, dude, like, legit, I get dizzy. I'm like... <laughs> I mean, yeah. I don't... I might also be hypoglycemic. I don't fucking know. Who knows? But again, I don't... I haven't been to the doctor for anything other than, like, something I know. Like, I'll go to MedExpress. <laughs> and that's it. Literally, like, I'll go to MedExpress and be like, this hurts. Yeah. And they'll be like, well, that's because it's fucking broken. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay, cool. The one time I went to MedExpress and I was like, I have an ear infection in both ears. And they were like, well, we'll take a look. And I was like, if you want, but I know that's what it is. This has happened to me before. And they went in, sure enough, I had a fucking ear infection in both ears. And they were like, oh, yeah, you knew that. And I was like, yeah, because I fucking know what's going on with my body. <laughs> yeah. And no one things feel weird. I've been sick enough my whole goddamn life. I can recognize symptoms. But, you know, whatever. They got to do their shit. All right, well, you know what? I think you can cure your ulcer without the doctor. But you gotta start, you know. Yeah, they're eating healthy. Ooh, I'm Earl. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, what'd you have for dinner last night, Jake? Guess. Grilled cheese. Nope. <laughs> it's better than that, Earl. Oh, I'm sure. It, it was payday. Make some. Think about it. Payday. What did Jake do on payday to treat himself? Bone in ribeye. Nope. Prime ribeye. Nope. I didn't cook. Oh, you didn't cook. Pizza. Chinese. Oh, man. That was... Chinese buffet. No. I wish. Dude, they closed my favorite Chinese buffet. Yeah, you know what's funny about that? So mad. What? What's funny about that, Earl? I thought that's such a big shock. I do not understand (laughs) you. What is your fucking hang-up with Chinese food? Why are you so against... Not even... No, 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 no. Not even just fucking buffets, which I guess I could understand why you don't like a Chinese buffet. But Chinese food in general. What is your hang-up with Chinese food? I don't know, dude. It's so good. Dude, it's it's not good. It's fucking good. Dude, it tastes fake, most of it. 
Where are you it's getting Chinese food weird, from? Can I take weird. you out for Chinese one time, like to an actual good Chinese food place? No. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I'd rather go to Benihana, man. Hey, look, that's bullshit Chinese. No, it's not. Yes, bullshit it is. Bullshit Japanese, bro. Sorry, it's bullshit Japanese. <laughs> It's bullshit Asian yeah, cuisine. But it's be- yeah, but it's better, dude. How is it better? Because like, you what know, makes it better? All right, please tell me. The fried rice is undoubtedly better at Benihana. The shrimp sauce, uh, the undoubtedly better than where? At any Chinese place. Bullshit! You never fucking <laughs> eat Chinese. You don't know. You go to Silk Road down in Castie Village. Silk Road. Yeah, dude, that's the best Chinese I've ever fucking had. Dude, I don't you know. want good Thai? I'll take you downtown. There's an amazing Thai place. Dude, see, you can't make generalizations because you went to fucking Panda Express one time. Panda Express. I would never go there. No, they're fucking garbage. I went there one time in Texas because Kate was like, we have to go to Panda Express. They're so good. And I was like, okay, I fucking love Chinese food. It was hot garbage. I was like, are you fucking seriously selling this to people? This is disgusting. <laughs> I was pissed, dude. dude you you're can getting, tell. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting so heated right now. Because, like, you dude, every Chinese time I mention food. Chinese food, you fucking turn your nose up at me. You scoff at me like you're some fucking high and mighty goddamn king on his throne. It's Chinese food, Earl. I just think it's funny, man. It's fucking rice it's and funny. noodles Not and chicken. I mean, yeah, beef. but it's, it's like weird stuff. What, what's weird? No, I mean, dude. I don't understand. It's, it's I just fun. don't get it. Fried rice is literally just fucking white rice. With soy sauce and egg. Yeah, but like, dude, they don't put hardly any of their stuff in. What do you want? They'll put it in there. Vegetables, like. Okay, then you order vegetables, Earl. (laughs) No, I mean, dude. You know, if you get shrimp fried rice and they give you fried rice with shrimp in it. Dude, I've just heard stories about Chinese places dumping the soup back and like, I don't know, serving weird shit. Earl, shitty restaurants all do that. I don't care if it's Chinese or Italian. Shitty restaurants do shitty things. I mean, fair enough. It's as simple as that. You can't let some couple Dude, shitty time, places ruin a whole <laughs> genre of food. One time, I was at a Chinese place, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> the uh, waitress comes out of the door, the double door, with like two huge plates of food. Uh-huh. And, uh, you could see her, like, start to sneeze. And she, like, dude, she sneezed all over both trays. And then served it? Yeah. Nice. Where was then, this? I, I, dude, I can't even remember. I was little. This stuff is, like, burned into my brain. Another one? <sighs> this waitress had these sleeves that were, like, <laughs> they must have dropped three or four inches from her wrist. And she would reach across the table and, like, scoop up people's stuff in her sleeve. And that was in a Chinese place. No joke. I mean, I believe it, dude. But, like, you can't let a few bad experiences... Do you know how many times I've ordered a pizza and it's been fucked? Or I've seen people who work in pizza shops, like, making videos of, like, oh, look at the shit we're doing to this guy's pizza. Stuff like that. Dude, people do fucked up things all over the place. Yeah. You can't let that... I'm not gonna not eat pizza because I heard a story... Or I saw one time this guy dropped pizza on the floor and then picked it back up and served it. I don't fucking care. Well, I'd still eat it, yeah. Yeah, dude, because shitty things happen. You can't be afraid your whole life. God damn lampshades. But, uh... 
Snow's do like 16 yeah, layers. I mean, I'm starting to think you're like part Chinese or something at this point. I love Asian cuisine. It's really good. That's no, pretty good, dude. Sushi. And like, and they good. when they cook it, or sorry, not when they, I don't know. But, but, see, dude, but the meals that they have are like simplistic. They're good. And it usually covers all your food groups. Yeah, and that's that's great. That's but, what I like about it. But I'm just saying, Benihana. They got like... <sighs> fuck Benihana, but fuck. continue. <laughs> dude, they have like nice stuff, dude. They got like nice strip steaks, filet mignon. Yeah, they're not the only fucking place. You know what else they do? No, no, it's a chain restaurant. Yeah, they I'm just saying. off. Yeah. No, dude, I got 50% back in there. Well, yeah, because you worked there. Exactly. I'm just saying, like, it's... Fuck Benihana. <laughs> Jesus. Dude, I'm saying it. Don't it's fucking so charge me $50 a plate for Chinese. Don't. I don't care if you're using <laughs> the world's freshest organic ingredients... It's not that much. You yeah. go fuck yourself. Yeah, dude. You're making six to eight times profit. Fuck you. You're being greedy. <laughs> that's why. That's why I don't like Benihana. I love hibachi. I love that whole you know the yeah, atmosphere yeah, of it all. It's, it's really cool. It's a corporate place. But yeah, no, fuck that. You gotta go there for lunch. Dude. I fuck corporate places. Please let me take you to Silk Road. Silk Road. Please let me take you there. The owner shops at our work. Like, dude, they get good shit. They're good people. It's a family-owned place. It's a little more upscale. They get good fucking I mean, hey, I'll go product in. I'll go Please. I will change your mind on Chinese food. We'll see. Oh, my God. Dude, seriously, that's Dude. been eating at me for a while. Because, yeah, like, every time I bring up Chinese, you're like, oh, Dude, Jake and his Chinese food. <laughs> Dude, most of it is just... It's a joke, just to get people riled up. Cause, dude, people, oh, it clearly works. For some reason, dude, there's a few things that people just go off on, and it's almost every month. One of them is Chinese food. If you say anything bad about Chinese food, like... It's good food. What about Korean? You like Korean? I haven't really had Korean. I know, a good Korean place. They do a gal bai that'll knock your socks off. <laughs> Some cow pie. <laughs> Some cow pie, yep. Like a shepherd's pie. Yeah. But cow shit. <laughs> but uh, also pumpkin flavor. Jibble. Oh, yeah. Over that. So I just like to make fun of it, dude. I used to make fun of Chinese food to my family all the time. Shit. You get it? Like takeout. Yeah. Never was little. And uh, <laughs> I would like make fun of the chicken and be like, hey, it looks like a frog leg. And yeah. Oh, uh, where's mittens? Oh, looks like mittens is in the stir fry. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, it was just really funny to me. So I've just kept that tradition my whole life. Yeah, I can tell you. And Fucking since, prick. Now you're the latest victim. Oh, man. <laughs> it boils me. I can tell. Dude, it really is. Like, and it's not just Chinese. If you were to say that about any one group of food. Like if you were to be like, oh my god, <laughs> oh, Italian food, or oh my god, Mexican cuisine, or you know anything, dude, I would get equally as offended, because you cannot group things together because of a couple bad experiences. That's racism. Yeah. You can't say that guy's a piece of shit. Everybody like him must be a piece of shit. No, that's not how that works. Yeah. I that agree. restaurant cooks with cats, so all Chinese restaurants cook with cats. No, that's just one shitty ass restaurant. Yeah, I agree. I never had a restaurant that cooked with cats. 
That you know of. I guess. You know what, though? If it tastes good, I don't give a fuck. Clearly. That's racist. It's it's not. (laughs) It's the opposite. No, no, I'm saying it would be racist. Yeah, if I didn't eat it, because... I mean, shit, they eat dogs and stuff in China. Exactly. I don't know how good that would be. I've heard, like, mountain lion is really good. So I can imagine that, like, feline, I guess, would be good. I've never tried it, though. I'd be curious. Not to eat a cat, but to eat, like, a feline. Like, a mountain lion or, like, a cougar or something. Like, something in that family. Whatever. I'm sure it's good. I'm sure it's probably pretty tough meat. I've never had a meat that I don't like. I've eaten a lot of different species. I've never not enjoyed one. I mean, I've had, obviously, things cooked poorly. Mm-hmm. But it's not like, oh, I don't like beef. Oh, I just didn't like that steak. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Even kangaroo is like a really weird meat texture and taste. It's good, though. But it's still fucking good. Did you come to my exotic burger day? Yeah. Dude, we gotta do that, but with steaks. We gotta have exotic steak day. Where we get, like, some good elk steaks, and, like... Yeah. Maybe, like, some good fucking boar chops or something. Let's do it, dude. We could do a winter one. Yeah, winter wonderland. Get some snow on the ground, make a fire. Dude, we can. It'll be fun. Would you be down with that? Dude, yeah. Let's fucking do that. That sounds awesome. That sounds really good. I cooked a big-ass uh, prime strip steak today. Two uh, pound. Yeah. It was basically a roast, because we were cutting <laughs> them, and uh, it was, like, real thin. Uh-huh. I mean, like, real thin, like, two inches thick. Like, height-wise, the whole loin. It was just a shitty, small uh-huh. little loin. So I just took all the silver off, cut, like, a... It's probably, like, a five-inch section out of it. Fucking... Give it to the old tenderize, aka punch the shit out of it. I uh, seasoned it up, salt, a lot of salt. Let it sit for a few hours with just the salt to soak it all in. Then I took it, put a little uh, cracked pepper, a little bit of chili powder, just a little bit, and uh, some garlic. And then I cooked it in a pan with olive oil and onions and roasted garlic. Whew. Man, it came out so fucking good. So tender. I'm sure. It literally just fell apart. It was really good. Yeah, man, I'm always impressed with uh, your cooking. I loved the crab the other day. Yeah? Yeah. Dude, I can't even take credit for that. So I did was put butter and garlic in a pan and then opened up a can of crab and dumped it in. Yeah, but you still cooked it. fucking hard. You still cooked it. And it was really good, I thought. So. Yeah. Dude, I gotta get a tripod for my camera so I can start doing YouTube cooking show. Absolutely. Block to belly. Yeah. Excited. I'm going to get that started. Been thinking about it a lot lately. Yemen. Yaman. Yeah, Yaman. Yeah, want to go to Yemen? Oh, that'll be cool. Alright. Let's wrap this up, bro. You got anything else to talk about? I don't think so. Cool. Me neither. That was a good podcast. You talked about school. I got to yell about Chinese food. Yeah. I mean, it's everything I've ever wanted. (laughs) All right, everybody. Thank you for listening to another Fitness Friday on Sunday. I think last week's was late, too, right? 
I don't know. I think it was. Sorry for all the late podcasts. Uh, you know, shit gets busy. Hey, it's still two weeks. So. Still two weeks. We're still pumping them out. I mean, get the fuck over it. Next week we'll try to be on time. Right? Yeah. Alright, see? You heard it here first, folks. Next week we'll be on time with our podcast. We tried this week, too. As always, give me a follow on Instagram. J underscore Cobb 413. Give us a fucking like on Facebook. Dude and the Duke. Simple as that. App on fucking Facebook. Shoot us an email. Dude and the Duke at yahoo.com Am I missing anything, Earl? SoundCloud. Make sure to check... No, we're not on SoundCloud. I'm trying, okay? okay. I'm trying to get us on Stitcher and iTunes. You know, they're actually kind of douchey about it, and they're not getting back to me. So that's fun. You know, I love waiting on emails. <coughs> Cone the leashes. But, uh, <laughs> it's like half my life is waiting on emails. But, um, yeah, anyway. Tune back in on Wednesday. Oh my god, Earl, I have a great story for Wednesday's podcast. Good. Oh man, it was very interesting. Uh, so, yep, check yeah. it out for that. Uh, is that it? Yeah. Start playing the music. Alright, that's it. That's it, we're done. See you later. See ya. Have a good day, have a good week, have a good life. Peace out. Scouts. Speak sound scouts. Alright, enjoy the song. <laughs> I always forget the name. Rancid by Minesweepers. I fucking remembered it and I don't even have my notebook. That's a win in my book. Alright, peace! <laughs>